You're listening to Creative Voices, sponsored by Treebark Store. Now I'm a hardcore capitalist now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good thing I've been running the recording now. I have that for again. <laughs> have you actually? Yeah. <laughs> You heard your guys. It's Andrew's a fraud. Yeah, that is never going out public. (laughs) Okay, hello and welcome to today's episode of Creative Voices. Thanks for joining us again, guys. Myself and Andrew are here chatting, and we had a pretty good response to our episode a few weeks back about phobias. And following on from that episode, we had one, as you've probably heard at this stage, about some of the similarities and differences between Ireland and Malta. So it led us to a bit of an interesting conversation about like some superstitions. And we thought it might be interesting to address some of the superstitions that are common in both Ireland and Malta in our own lives and see, surprisingly, where there may be some similarities between them. So for yourself, Andrew, like, is there anything in particular that pops? Like, the reason this came up into conversation was we were talking about something you had, you had said, oh, touch wood, and then realized afterwards that it was a very nominal kind of action without any... Really yeah, purely performative. Can I just say, by the way, whenever we start off an episode mm. and you're doing the introduction you put on your news broadcaster <laughs> <laughs> hello and welcome to <laughs> yeah. hi guys and welcome to Treebox Door <laughs> which is great but it's funny because it then proceeds to be completely different for the remainder I know of the yeah I just break that out for the start it's it's my phone voice yeah exactly it's the phone <laughs> voice um, are you superstitious Jeff? Mm, I don't think I am but I bet you if I examine certain aspects of my behavior or things I do, I would find that there's stuff I do that may not necessarily be for the sake of superstition, but more like this concept of, well, it works because of that, and then we keep doing it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, can, I think I can honestly say hand on heart that I'm not, I, I, I'm not actually superstitious. I will do things, as we opened with saying, performatively, because mm. it seems to be like a... Um, there's a code or a language. Yeah, it's the way it's done. Yeah. You know? It's like if you see a ladder out in the street and people kind of consciously don't walk underneath it and you're kind of going... Like, th- and that's weird because that's a new enough thing, a ladder. So it's, it can't be that old of a superstition, right? You know? Well, how new is new? Like, what do you mean? Well, as in, like, I'd imagine a lot of this stuff goes back to, like, you know, pre-Christian pagan kind of stuff that yeah. then kind of merged into some sort of element of whatever religion and then merged into a behavior of whatever it might be. I mean, is everyone going to hell now because they had fish on a, or had meat on a Friday here in Ireland? You know about that one? Apparently, it, it sounds very hard to not go to hell, to be honest. Yeah. It sounds like... Are you aware of that? How, like, here in Ireland, like, back in the day, people used to, used to only eat fish on a Friday because you didn't eat meat on a Friday for religious reasons? It sounds familiar. Yeah. Sound, well, I don't know if it sounds familiar or it sounds unsurprising. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Either, either or of the above. <laughs> yeah. Like, to be honest, you know... I've heard that many, and no doubt you obviously the same, because I mean, Malta and Ireland are somewhat similar. Catholic, yeah. and yeah. Um, with a long, rich tradition of kind of being very staunchly so. Yeah. Um, so I've heard a lot of those. I've, I've forgotten the justification for a lot of them, though. Like, why? Do you know why it is that you couldn't eat fish fish on a Friday? Oh, oh yeah, absolutely no idea. <laughs> Wait, was it you should eat fish on a Friday? Only eat fish on a Friday. You don't eat meat on a Friday. Yeah. Is that why, like, Sinead tells me that she was always given, like, whatever it was. Uh, wait, this is really woefully ignorant, but was it sterling before euros in Ireland? No, it was punts, which was the Irish pound. Punts? Punt, P-U-N-T, yeah. Oh, punt, right. Yeah, go for a <laughs> <Not> punt. punts. <laughs> <laughs> it was punt, okay. Yeah. Um, she was always given one punt or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a weird word when you haven't used it, yeah. Yeah, um... 
you know, on a Friday by her granddad to go and buy fish and chips. Is, is that maybe why fish and chips was such a thing on a Friday? Like, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah. Actually, it's funny you said that. Now, now I think about it. There's a business here locally that does fish and chips on a Friday as part of their. So maybe it's a, maybe like it's a exclu- hangover exclusively on a Friday. Yeah. Oh. Maybe it's a hangover from that kind of days, you know. And like, and anticipating the hangover. For the yeah, maybe, yeah. I guess what's interesting is like, like I'm just browsing some of the ones that are here, the Irish ones and the and the Maltese ones. Browsing on the browsing interwebs. on the inter- on the Googles on the line, uh, and it seems as if you know it's all basically going to be about good or bad luck or money. Yeah, you know. Yeah. It, you know, the first one you see is. Well, what else is there to life, really? Yeah, I suppose the whole the Looking Glass one we're all familiar with, but the the seven years of bad luck for breaking out. Yeah, you know? was it? Oh, it's seven years of bad luck. I thought it was seven years of bad sex or something. Or I think it was bad luck. I mean, could be that too. Ah, uh, it's interchangeable. You know? really. <laughs> I mean, sex surely if luck. you have bad luck, you're probably not going to have good sex. So you yeah. know, um, if you have bad sex, well, bad luck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there you go. See, pretty much the same thing. Yeah, uh, and uh, yeah, it's. You know, they're saying that it dates back to Roman times, that the Romans believed if you looked into a looking glass, you're actually looking into your soul, and as such, breaking the mirror damages your soul. Whoa. But what would be interesting then is to see, like, where would some of that translate across into, like, the mythos and popular culture of the whole vampire myths of, like, they can't be seen in, in mirrors and stuff like that, because they don't have a soul, and all yeah. that kind of ties together then, you know? Yeah, no, it's interesting how how the kind of pervading um, kind of... Sort of well, I mean, obviously superstitions, but the kind of our 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 fundamental lack of understanding of reality, yeah, and how it's played into our into the narratives that then dominate our yeah. community. Yeah, no, that's the fact that it's. I mean, morality and the way we conceive of interacting with each other seems to have it's kind of coded in the same way as money, isn't it? It's like. Yeah. I'll give you something and you give me something. Uh, but if I do something bad, I deserve to be penalized for it. And if I... Yeah, I deserve I'm, compensation for... I mean... Going off on a tangent here. But no, I'm, I'm just looking at this here. Like, one one, that, one that's common in, in both Ireland and Malta is apparently it's a good thing to have a bird shit on you. You know, having a pigeon shit on you is a good thing. Having a bird shit on you is good luck. Where did that come from? Does it say anything about where it came from? A uh, sign of good things to come. Originally originated in Russia. And the Irish took to it quite strongly, apparently. Yeah, there you go. Um, I, I suppose what's I think browsing these right, and a lot of these mm. are quite old. They're like you know, killing a black moth gives you bad luck. Is one from Malta. Spilling wine, spilling wine is good omen in Malta. Spitting wine, spilling wine, spilling wine. Uh, really, a cross on the bread lets the devil out. So soda bread is the traditional bread in Ireland. You know, oh. I don't know why the devil would be in the bread in the first place unless they yeah. don't understand how you know. Baking and rising in yeast works. I don't know. It's really interesting. Uh, if you don't mind me cutting in there, Jeff, mm. just the I only caught the tail end of something I hit record on actually last night on the telly on BBC, yeah. and it was Stephen Pinker, the long since now disgraced, I think Stephen Pinker, who's an evolutionary psychologist. But he was talking about how I mean he was talking once again morality. Uh, it's a bit of a bugbear of mine, but if that's the term, but. Um, but they were talking anyway about how medieval folk, like how how they lived and how much more primitive and base they were in yeah. their day to day. So, and they came, they pulled up a text about how there was like a someone had put presumably monks, you know, or people who were literate and who could write things down because the average Joe couldn't, and could say in this book, 
ways that you should behave. It was like a manners kind of thing. Okay, and yeah. The manners was like, uh, you know, don't touch yourself at the dinner table. Don't uh, don't relieve yourself in the street in front of a woman. Don't like these really, yeah, can, yeah. which gives you an idea of like what was tolerated at the time. And, Do we need to be told these things? Yeah. yeah, but it just so it gives you an idea of like how these often, often really illiterate um, people who who suffered all sorts of health issues and like you know everyone had bad breath in that day and age. And I speak yeah. as someone who um, generally ex- exhales exudes caffeine all the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but everyone like they they all had rotting teeth and kind of scurvy and whatever yeah, else. Yeah. Um, is it any wonder that they thought that everything in the world around them was out to kill them or well I mean that's I think kind of part of where I was going just at the start of that it it seems like a lot of this is just based around anything a little bit different happening in your day to day life must be in some way connected to something so it's like if you go under a ladder or you knock over a chair or you spill your wine or a bird poos in you all of which is like not <laughs> uncommon, but it's just like not hap- doesn't happen every day. Yeah. Suddenly, it must have some import or must have some sort of basis to to do something like. Yeah. Um, like the money ones are kind of hilarious. If if the palm of your left hand is itchy, money is coming to you, and if the palm of your right hand is itchy, money is leaving you. I mean, I can say hand on heart uh, yeah. that I have never heard most of these. Yeah, yeah. I've heard about it, like the bird shitting on you good luck yeah. thing which and the breaking of the glass yeah yeah but i mean this itchy hand thing i should be a fucking millionaire by i now. know right <laughs> uh there's huge like i mean for for me in my experience like in, in chinese culture for them like we have a lot of stuff that we need to do around new year's every year like you know you have to do the, the feng shui work around the house and put up the signs and a lot of it is to do with energy coming in and out of the house so even when you're building a house, you need to have a clear path for the money to come through the house. You know, oh, sorry, that no, you have Wait, to have a clear path for the money for the money to come into the house. Oh, so wow. you need to be in such a way that the money can flow into the house, but then you don't line up your front and your back door because you don't want the money going straight through and out the house. Wow. Yeah, I remember our poor builder. Good lord, the poor man. <laughs> Some of the things you had to get him to move, and he was just like, "Ever the third or fourth time, we're like, well, you can't have that over your head because it's you know something is above you and whatever." And he was just like, "Fine, whatever, we'll move the fucking beam. I don't care at this stage." <laughs> Wait, does does Yvonne still kind of? Uh, not overly that? so. Like, I mean, her family would be a little bit. See, I hesitate to use the word superstitious because it's such a cultural aspect for them. Mm. Now you got to remember, like in Hong Kong, like there is no kind of dominant major religion like I mean there's obviously a bit of Christianity there's a bit of Buddhism yeah. but a lot of people's day to day behaviour and interaction is based more around tradition and belief than an actual subset of, of a religion so yeah. some of what we would deem superstition is just kind of habit to them mm-hmm. like the temples um, where they go to for worship for um, their relatives and so forth and the lighting of the incense and then we have these things called Lysi which is luck money so a lot of Chinese culture revolves around luck and money Am I mixing that up with like lychee? Lychee is a yeah. is a is a fruit. <laughs> yeah. So lychee is this little envelope, and it'll usually have the symbol of, of good luck for that year or something on it. So oh. you are to give the give these to people um, on New Year's. So for us, right. we would have to give them to anyone who's deemed junior in the family or below us. So oh. you gain a rank in the family based on your position of like whether you're married, whether you have kids, whether you work for yourself. Wow. And then anyone who is kind of junior to you is supposed to get money from you, and mm. anyone who's above you is supposed to give you money. 
and you give them two little envelopes. So we have to, we would have to give them all to our staff every year. And look, it's a nominal enough amount, but you got to be careful because you can never go down with the amount. You can only ever go up. So if you start too high, you're in trouble so you in a couple of years' with, time. Presumably with two cents. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, um, but then you can't insult people either. It'd be bad luck to give them too little money now. It'd right. be bad face. You know, that's that's wow. the th- that's the thing too. Face is massive in Chinese culture too. Um, that's, I, you, you're piquing my interest. I need to I need to read a little bit more about Chinese culture. I have to say that's. Yeah, I look. There's, I guess, the, the face thing. Uh, to explain what that means, it's like it's about having face and giving face. It's about like being respectful to others in the family and not doing or saying things that will put someone out of place. So it's as simple as when you walk into a room, you should technically you should greet the family by all their official titles from really? the most senior to the junior. Now, it, look, it doesn't happen as much these days, but it would be very traditional. Up so, like, like up until what point is it something that, like, is that a fairly recent phenomenon, or is it something? Oh like, no, that's been on the go. That's like that's very old school. Like that's proper old school. So, um, uh, so what I meant was, is, has it only recently kind of started to abate? Like, or is it? Um, like, I know that, like, for Yvonne's mom, she would still hold a lot of stocking that kind of stuff. So, oh. for our kids, like, she wouldn't like uh, Ezra to refer to Tia as Tia. She would like him to use the the uh, nomination Gadget, which is big sister. Wow. You know, and he'd be like Silo, which is like little brother, or Dilo, as he is in our family, which is like kind of nicknamey, like big boss. I mean, it seems like a kind of uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? It, it, it seems kind of self-evident enough that I shouldn't have to ask: Is Chinese is, is the is Chinese society hierarchical? But it clearly. <laughs> I mean, um, well, it's funny because it's in some ways. It's quite matriarchal in that, like, you mm. know... You've mentioned that before, actually. Yeah, there's a lot of, like, you know, res- respect for mothers and grandmothers and stuff like that. And you yeah. should always do, like, you might be given out to you by, by your dad, but if you're given out to by your mom, you're in a lot of trouble, you know? Wow, so if you were to insult someone's mom, it has oh, yeah, double yeah, yeah. to it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. is pretty big. Um, look, man, I, I don't even... I can't even keep track of all the... I suppose it's always interesting to me because... I don't think we necessarily have, or I'm not so much aware in my head of some of that kind of behavior in Irish culture. We probably yeah. do it, but not as consciously. Yeah. You yeah, know? I suppose so. Like you'll have, in, in Chinese culture again, you'll have like a, a name for your maternal grandmother and your paternal grandmother will be different names. So it's not like granny and granny. There's two different denominations for, right. you know, okay. who, which side of the family and so on. Huh. It's hard to keep track of. Yeah. It's very hard to keep track of. Well, I suppose, so what, you know, we started off talking about superstitions, but inevitably ritual and, as you're saying, the kind of the way society then mm. organizes itself yeah. isn't far behind that. It's, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, I mean, like, I, I just, I can't remember, aside from, and this is where it gets contentious, right? Aside from the dominant religious element to Maltese society, I can't yeah. remember any specific... Ones. Kind of foibles, <laughs> yeah, 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 of of a superstitious nature. Other than you know, when someone's on when someone's on a bus or getting onto a bus, they would like do the sign of the cross and stuff before oh, their yeah. journey. There's still like I, not so much now, but there's obviously that kind of aspect that in Irish culture, when you pass by a graveyard and all that kind of stuff. Yes, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, or if you see a funeral passing, people will still do the sign of the cross. Yeah, in kind of which I, I find it's so funny that we think. Little, little kind of ritual behaviors like that somehow ward off the spirits. Yeah, or have, <laughs> yeah. yeah, they have. They have. What was it? Yeah. There was a quote by someone that I think it was Ambrose Bierce, who I don't know much else about beyond this quote, 
but who said, you know, prayer is the petition on the on on the petition by one self-confessedly unworthy petitioner mm. that the laws of the universe be annulled in their behavior, <laughs> yeah, in their uh, favor. Sorry. So yeah. it's like kind of you know you're doing this sign of the cross, this little movement with your hand in the hope yeah. that's physics and everything will just temporarily <laughs> suspend <laughs> suspend when needs be which is a, yeah. an interesting but it, but then it's not superstition yeah. in many people's eyes it's just a what is it <laughs> it's well, a religion yes. well what's the difference in some ways right well yes well, you I, know? Would, I would be of that like at what point did one where does one cross over from the other how much of what we deem superstition as you mentioned I mean look let's be honest how much of like Christianity and Catholicism stems down from much older religions, like yeah. that whole halo and the Jesus head? Is it Ray or whatever the sun god and that got passed yeah. down? We all know about that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, like, how far back do we have to go before the two sort of merge in a way? And part of it's about, like, as we said, anything out of the ordinary in a day-to-day life and a time when life was pretty boring and straightforward. And part of it is maybe potentially respectful behavior in society and so forth. But yeah. There's definitely a huge crossover between the two. Yeah, I mean, you know, you can't you can't forgive someone their. Uh, I mean, you can't forgive you can forgive someone their habits. No, I you suppose. can't, Andrew. We can't. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck them all. <Yeah. laughs> no, you you can forgive someone their kind of habits and their handed down kind of as we're saying rituals and behaviors and whatever. But when you do really begin to interrogate it, there's a lot that gets passed down. Yeah, that we all kind of do mindlessly. Like, you have to, you you often, like, people talk about themselves as being cultural Catholics or cultural Jews or cultural, I don't know if you get so much cultural Muslims, but cultural, cultural, where the the understanding is, but it's not so much that I believe, but I maintain these rituals. But then again, then you find yourself wondering, kind of, but if if you did say to someone, stop this for a moment... Or don't would it make do them that? feel would, uncomfortable? Or would it, would yeah. there be a fear element? Would there yeah. be a sense of uh oh? Yeah. It's a comfort for people. Um, it's maybe a belief that I'll be okay as long as I keep doing this. Yeah. The danger of that, I suppose, is like there for certain people that can be that can be dangerous behavior because yeah. it reinforces certain behaviors and habits, and probably in an unhealthy way, can lead to like definitely not quite compulsive behavior, but definitely unwarranted behavior shall we say you know yeah, which isn't that bleeds in a little bit to the idea of, so I don't so that's the thing compulsive behavior and, mm. like I'm compulsive about things like my coffee yeah right so I consume coffee like like I should consume my water yeah um, and I've almost got a superstition in that I could be caffeinated to the eyeballs but if I know I've got something important coming important coming up like a job interview or mm. A presentation at work or whatever if I don't have a coffee beforehand and I might be bouncing off the walls buzzing you know jolted with caffeine already like yeah yeah but I'd say well I need to have that coffee to kind of make sure I'm in the right mindset it's become this ritualized kind of fear and if I don't have it I feel you're bothered you kind of feel bothered it. By yeah, it. yeah and I go in feeling almost half as confident yeah it's really weird it shows you how much of like a you know the physical is impacted by the psychological or the physiological. Yeah. Because I'd probably be the same as well. I, I mean, I try to taper off my consumption of it, but definitely if it gets past a certain point in the morning, I'll feel like oh, I need to have a coffee now. Yeah. I'm going to be in trouble. And after I take that first sip, literally the first sip, I start to feel better. 
I don't know if it's the I've had so much caffeine in my system over the years that my yeah. body does physically react like the whole cortisol injection <laughs> and like the blood the capillaries open up and like the juice gets going or if it's just me going the pupils widen yeah like you know the like cartoon <laughs> stuff or if it is just actually me believing it so much that my own body releases all the tension it's been holding because of the lack of caffeine in my head like you know well, how much coffee do you drink per day not as much as you would think no mm, now maybe three or four cups which well, is no, not a small amount. So is it three or ah, four no, double that's shots? Amount, Andrew. Um, let's see. Yeah, yeah, it would be. It depends. Small. Don't don't come near Jeff on a day when he's dialing in a new espresso because I have to keep tasting them all to make sure the coffee's right. So I could easily go through eight, nine, ten espressos in that kind of day. But yeah, the come down is horrible. Yeah. So yeah. the only trick there is to keep caffeine. <laughs> just drink some more coffee. Well, I mean, I'm just off the back of having had a coffee now. Incidentally, yeah, not one of your own, Jeff. Yeah, that's okay. I'll forgive you. <laughs> we were closed. <laughs> I was going to say, I fucking forgive you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Given a choice, I'd much rather be having one of yours. But it is the evening time, and you guys, well, I suppose, need I a had break um, at some point. the interview with the All About Kombucha Boys yeah. last week, the yeah. Instagram Live. I watched that. I sat and watched it with Sinead. <laughs> uh, it's a bit of crack. Um, unfortunately, the lads forgot to save it afterwards, so it's now gone forever. Shit, seriously? Yeah, yeah. They said they were trying to do something else at the same time on the phone, so they lost the... the you know, you can save it onto IGTV afterwards. Right, okay. We'll yeah. do it again. It'll be fine. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, halfway through, I was drinking a coffee, and they were like, oh my God, are you drinking a coffee at half six at night? And I was like... Yes. It's like half six last. It's grand. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> what are you on about? You, know? you won't feel it the next day. Not even a little. Like, getting up in the morning, like, we've come completely off superstition here <laughs> I know that's fine but you won't like waking up the next day you won't feel you don't get a caffeine hangover no man I mean like it could be like I keep weird hours anyways and always have with the other jobs but like with the, when we were in the restaurant I could easily be having coffees at 10, 11 o'clock at night I mean I used to do that work when I worked in hospitality too but always yeah. with the understanding that I was going to be working until pretty late and then up pretty late the next day but yeah. like I've had this coffee now and I know that I'm going to wake up tomorrow at 7 6.30 yeah and I'm probably going to feel like a shit until it, it'll be three coffees in in the morning before I'm like, okay, I'm oh, really? going to get a bit better. Yeah. Yeah, no, um, I've tapered off my consumption to, to think maybe three or four on it on a, is a big day for me. Um, <laughs> you know, right? Woohoo! Yeah, party! Going nuts. Uh, but yeah, no, it doesn't really, doesn't really impact me. I don't find. Jesus. I get more impacted by lack of food. That bothers if you see me too. cranky, just give me a sandwich. You don't want to be near me when I'm hungry. <laughs> I get hungry too. Yeah, oh, I get majorly hungry. Um, yeah, no, it's funny. I, but touch woods that we never touch have wood. To. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever, by the way, talking going back to the superstitions thing here? Yeah. Um, sh- so I might say something that I think's in a joking fashion. Mm. Uh, that that's probably really really quite horrible. And Sinead mm. will go, "Don't say that." Yeah, as if by saying it, I'm inviting fates. To something bad will happen yeah well if that's the case and I have a few friends of mine who are in major trouble <laughs> yeah <laughs> one particular person you know who you are yeah. if you listen to this show you are in the shit buddy yeah. um, <laughs> no not really I, I guess it depends I mean superstition then in that as what you're saying there too is like for some people like certain behaviors and things are almost taboo as well they wouldn't say it for for fear of it bringing bad luck but some of that is also social convention like we all have that one friend who always pushes it too far who doesn't know when not to say certain things 
and yet we all still laugh all the same, you know. Yeah, yeah. But we just we would never believe, you know. Or sorry, we'd never envision ourselves saying it like you know. But I've had those arguments with Sinead where it's been like, you know, or, you know, oh, they're not answering the phone. I hope they're okay. Or they could just be lying dead in their daiquiri house in a garden, like whatever. That, yeah, I mean, I guess that's a funny one because we all feel like we should be so connected to people these days as well. Like if someone doesn't answer the phone, like, <gasps> yeah, you know, that's a whole. We could we could take this down that whole other conversation. Yeah, and too, this is a whole, but this is a whole fucking Irish parenting or any parenting as well. Who are like, I rang you twice and you didn't answer. Yeah. What could you've been doing? You know? Oh, it's not oh, exclusively Irish. No, I wouldn't think so. No, I wouldn't think so. Yeah, it's it's quite funny, really. Like as if what the hell, like something else may be going on, you know? Yeah, I think superstitions are. I'm, I, I'm just my, like, we could just sit and shoot the shits, no bother. Yeah. But I keep I'm mindful of the people listening and going, oh yeah, we started off with superstitions. I suppose you want to hear about superstitions. Yeah, so yeah. I will say, I think superstitions are tapering out, right? Yeah, right. Like, do you, like. Oh people, yeah, I think so. Well, I think you see. This stems back to what we said. I think a lot of this basis of superstitions and behaviors, rote behavior from like rules for society, a lot of which would have stemmed from religion. And I think as the younger generation moves more away from that kind of behavior or that mindset or that belief, whatever it may be, then, you know, they're not going to have it as big a part of their life. Yeah. Like I can't think of a single thing that I would say to my kids now that might stem in that kind of behavior or fashion. There's probably stuff my parents would have said to me, but like, I mean, it would have wrecked my head. There's no way I'm going to pass it on to the. Yeah. You know? Like the, the whole walking under ladders stuff and whatever, for example. I actually, I think I used to do that up until. Oh, you were a daredevil, right? You lived, yeah, lived life on the edge there, Andrew. <laughs> no, I live life on the edge now, because <laughs> now I walk under ladders and smash mirrors everywhere I go. Yeah, yeah. In fact, you smash a ladder with a mirror. And you just... Yeah. <laughs> How do you like that one, buddy? (laughs) 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 But um, but I would once again I would do it unthinkingly. Like it's just I keep coming back to the point now. I have nothing else to add to this conversation. I am just going to yammer on about how mindless. I'm going to mindlessly yam lamber. I'm going to mindlessly mammer on about (laughs) how I mindlessly. Oh God. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what about a black cat thing would you you know black cat crossing your paths that make you unhappy I, I never understood that yeah like, I don't if know if you walk if you cross a black cat's path is yeah. that okay but who's going where first yeah you know the cat's got the right to well what if the cat's immobile yeah like not moving and you just walk past it yeah is that technically are you in his flight path Here's one, here's one that's that's going to be gone after COVID. Kissing the Blarney Stone gives you the gift of the gab. Good luck <laughs> to that one, lads. That's one tourist attraction that's out the window now. <laughs> what? Where's that from again? Was it like where did a, a stone get lucky? Oh, I just keep thinking of the Holy Stone of Clan Rickard and Father Ted whenever I see this kind of stuff. I don't think I've seen. Uh, to my shame, I don't think I've seen that episode. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, okay, well we'll put that one in the in the show notes. That's yeah. that's one of the best. Uh, that would be an ecumen- ecumenical matter. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah I don't know like this gift of the gab thing as well I mean it's funny I was in the shop the other day and there was a couple of older gentlemen who had gone for a walk and had sat down outside and they were doing that classic older Irish guy like one of them was like trotting out this story 
with way too much detail and way too many swear words. Like the whole thing could have been like fifty percent shorter. Yeah, oh, like every third word was fuck this and fuck that, you know. But he was telling the story about like this guy who used to, you know, go to the schools back in the day, whatever. And I was like, man, like the Irish really are just storytellers. Like that generation is just. Oh, they are. You know, they like. I have to say, so when and I may have mentioned this before, when I told my dad, the Maltese half of the parenthood, <laughs> parent team, when I told my dad that I was moving to Ireland, he said he he said it as a warning, right? Yeah. One, he said, be careful about the Irish; they're great charmers, <laughs> right? Which I mean, to to the Maltese might you know, might pose a threat. Mm. Like, it's a culture where I don't... Charm didn't play... doesn't play very much into... Yeah, yeah. yeah. ...the way the Maltese interact. We do have that kind of... Totally. Um, well, A, that... Irish, Irish guys do have that kind of skill set. And we are kind of known for it. We've seen that in... Yeah, we suppose, yeah. <laughs> um, well, I'm just yeah, saying, like... Yeah, I suppose I'll give them that, yeah. You know, but, like, it's 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 obviously seen as the Irish Irish rogue, the lad with the bit of... You know, like... Yeah. You know, we've seen that in TV shows. We've seen that movie. Remember when Colin Farrell was in Scrubs, that TV show? Was Colin Farrell in Scrubs? He was in one episode of Scrubs, and uh, he got into an argument with someone, and they were... You know, basically got kicked out of the hospital by one of the lead characters, and someone else was like, "You better find another charming Irish man for around here." And the whole hospital was up in arms because the Irish guy was gone. You know, and they wanted the stories. <laughs> and we'll, we'll link that one too. That's yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. chuck it in there. Yeah. yeah, no, I mean, but it's in Dublin's fair city where the girls are so pretty, right? Mm. Sinead's from Dublin. There you go. Now there you go. Um, but yeah, no. The he so his first warning was the Irish are really charming. Yeah, like beware. Okay. <laughs> Um, and the second one was that when he used to, because he would uh, occasionally for his work, he had to visit Northern Ireland. Mm. Um, and he made the classic mistake of kind of combining the two and assuming that they were the same thing. <laughs> to be um, fair, it happens when you're not from here. Like, you know, yeah. it's, it's it's hard to explain that to, you know. But he said the second thing was that they, when he was visiting, his work involved visiting factories and things that half the workforce usually didn't show up on a Monday. Yeah. Um, they were off open quotes sick close quotes yeah yeah um, i.e. Andrew you love your drink you're going to the wrong fucking country sure if you want to curb trouble. that like, <laughs> those were his two warnings to yeah. me about the Irish um, but he never said anything about the superstitions yeah I keep trying to pull it back to superstitions because <laughs> I actually I'm still skimming here and this is the one I'm going to read and this is this is Oh, Blarney Stones. You never told me, by the way, where it came from. Uh, I'm not sure. Like, that whole gift yeah. of the gab and get the oh, gift gift of Blarney charm. and all yeah, that kind of charm it, yeah. and stuff. Um, that's where, that's where we went, the charm line. Yeah. Okay. But uh, this, this is an interesting one. If a weasel stands and stares you in the face, you'll have bad luck. Frankly, if a weasel stands staring me in the face, I'm getting the fuck out of there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some feral animal deadballing me in the eye. I want no part of that, no matter what's involved. <laughs> I don't know if it's a weasel or if it's a... Uh is um, a stoat yeah but they're the same family anyway but one of them do you know the way they hunt their prey is they dance oh really yeah they dance and they hypnotize the rabbit usually yeah that they're going to try and that they're going to take down and it can take down biggish enough like a rabbit would be bigger bigger, bigger than them yeah 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 they dance and they whirl and they kind of jive and everything around like just, just whatever and yeah. the rabbit's kind of like then the they're going, what the fuck is going happening? on? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Um, but as it does it, it gets closer as it's doing it. So the rabbit's just kind of like stunned and mesmerized by the movement. Mm. And then it will just suddenly, it does it for a while and it will just suddenly pounce. Yeah. And 
bang goes your rabbit. So yeah, don't be staring any weasels, weasels in the eyes. But you're about to have some good luck because apparently one of them here apparently says if a person says the word rabbits three times before they go to sleep and three times when they wake up, they would get a pleasant surprise. <laughs> I'm not making this up. This is right. <laughs> there you go. Does it say anything about if you say rabbit like six or Candyman style? Is it like <laughs> a rabbit shows up behind you? <laughs> Oh man, there's a next short film we're going to make. Yeah. <laughs> oh, speaking of films and rabbits. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> have you seen there's a uh, I can't remember the title of the damn film now. It's two guys dressed in rabbit suits and it's from like the early noughties and they're Easter bunnies who have been laid off work and they're trying to find work elsewhere. Have you seen this? You've definitely seen this now. You weren't smoking. I've seen the trailer. Okay. I haven't <laughs> seen it. But they're like you know, heavy smoking, drinking Kind of Easter bunnies. No, no, I need to find the damn. It's the. I need to find this damn film because I want to watch it. Okay. Um. Anyway, that was a side note. No, that that can definitely go into the uh, <laughs> into show notes as well. <laughs> if a girl goes to mass with no cap on, all her hair will fall off her head. Whoa. Yeah, that definitely seems like a like we want to keep women in a certain place, so they need to wear a hash kind of vibe, you know. Well, it sure as hell wasn't to encourage fashion statements of any kind. Right. <laughs> okay, so I guess <laughs> if anyone's still with us this far into the episode. <laughs> sorry, lads. We went a bit I off hope trail. rolled one up or yeah. puffing away here. Then uh, hit us up. Let us know about what your kind of weird little habits and behaviours and superstitions are. Is there anything that we may have missed or any points of interest? Uh, <laughs> anything at all. Anything. Yeah. <laughs> so, Thanks for tuning in this week, guys. We will talk to you next week. You're doing the news broadcast. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Uh, Good luck. Fag off. (laughs)